Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Money Lighthouse podcast. For spiritual entrepreneurs, Michelle Irivis here, your host, supporting you on your journey to strengthening your relationship with money. Today's episode is on how to love what's in your bank account right now. So we're talking about your income and your expenses. Some of you may have rolled your eyes when hearing about the theme of this episode, but please hear me out. I only ask that you listen and participate with an open heart even just once. Who knows, you might be able to use something, at least one thing in this episode that helps you heal your relationship with money. I don't exactly know what the title of this episode will be as I record. However, I do know what we'll cover and what the intention is during its creation. So last week we talked about doing a money cleanse where we plug those energetic and financial money leaks. How we release the things, the ongoing monthly or yearly payments that we no longer use or make good use of, and how doing a money cleanse honors our money. Now, I've noticed that many of us avoid looking at our bank accounts because when we do, oftentimes it doesn't exactly bring about feelings of joy and happiness or feelings of fulfillment and satisfaction. The challenging emotions and the stories we create around what or how much is or isn't in our bank accounts can be very painful and can seem very real or true. The sad thing is that this is very common. The positive thing is that it can be changed. We can make changes and we can grow. When we shift our perspective and use what normally creates anxiety and stress as a tool for empowerment and growth, miracles can happen. We view things differently and we engage in the world differently. We also interact and relate to our money very differently. The intention of these spiritual money episodes is to help you improve your relationship with your money and to help you use this thing called money and all the stuff that's attached to it, emotions, beliefs, energy, as a vehicle or a vessel for personal growth, healing, and discoveries for self-love, self-appreciation, to acknowledge your worth and your beauty. 
I'll be embarking on a four-month-long journey where I will be learning about money trauma and how the trauma we have experienced and hold on to affects our business. I'm so excited for this class that I'll be taking and I can't wait for it to begin. But along the way, I'm not going to have you wait um, till the very end. I'll probably be way too excited to share what I've learned, all the insights and ahas that I discover along the way. I will be sure to share them with you. But until then, my heart's desire is to help as many people as I can and share the methods, techniques, or processes that have helped me take the edge off of challenging emotions around money in my life and my business. So let's get started. Okay, in the last Spiritual Money episode, we took a look at how to do a money cleanse in our bank accounts, right? To release the excess and to honor our money. Kind of like releasing extra weight to improve our physical health and vitality. Only it was the money version of that. So that exercise dealt with simply scanning the account and letting go of what no longer serves us in an energetic dollar and cents kind of way. It was meant to be practical and more of an intellectual exercise. So being honest with yourself about what's working for you and what is not working for you. But this episode is a little different. I'm going to be addressing the emotions and beliefs around our money using, once again, our bank accounts. In this episode of Loving What's in Your Bank Account and Appreciating Your Balance, I'm going to be sharing five very simple steps. Okay, but before we move on to the steps, I want you to indulge me and either print out your online banking statement for the month, or if your statement is mailed to you, please make a copy of it. Hit pause if you need to and return to this episode. Once it's done, just please remember to return to this episode. It's not going to be scary, I promise. It's going to be light and fun, okay? So, Please hit the pause button and come when you're ready. All right, now that the statement is in front of you, uh, I also recommend that you might want to um, have a pen or something to write with handy. And I also want to say thank you for participating. Here's step one. Take a look at your balance, that number in black and white right there at the top of the page. If it's not at the top of the page, look for it wherever it is. Okay, that number. So, do you like it? Most of us will say, hell no, or not really. How do you feel about it? What thoughts come up when you look at that amount? Do you hear someone's voice or someone's words in your ears when you take a look at that dollar amount or what are the thoughts that come up around value and worth when you take a look at that dollar amount so now let's rate it or measure it on a scale of one to ten one being challenging and difficult and heavy and ten being amazing wonderful out of this world how would you rate how you feel about your balance okay At this time, you can also journal on a separate piece of paper or on the back of your your statement how you feel 
and what thoughts are coming up for you. So jot anything down that you want to take note of, any feelings or judgments about you or about others, anything that comes up. Okay, now whatever you thought or wrote down, acknowledge that. Know that it comes from a place that is fluid, temporary, and definitely not set in stone. Recognize that it can all change for the better in time. And also take note that if it is not positive or it makes you feel bad, it is not true. Okay, so also send send that piece of paper a little grace. Send it some good vibes because we are human beings. Wonderful and amazing, messy and hurt human beings that have manifested very interesting, complicated lives here on earth. Send a little compassion to yourself because earthing and being human can sometimes be a rough experience. Okay, step two, take a look at all your debits or your expenses. What have you bought and paid for, the money you have released? Feel free to acknowledge them one by one, line by line, if you'd like to. Sometimes we may feel guilty or regretful about our purchases, about our expenses, maybe even frustrated at times. We might also feel nothing and completely emotionless. Whatever arises is good and acceptable and perfect for now. So for a moment here, taking into consideration all the myriad of ways and all the various things you spent your money on, think about how they made your life better, easier, more enjoyable, or pleasurable. I believe that each thing, each line item on your statement has blessed you with something positive and good in your life. You might have to really dig for some of those, especially the ones that um, bring up some challenging emotions, but I believe it is there. There is at least one thing. Okay, so here's an example. Maybe one of the line items was a business lunch with a possible client whose contract eventually fell through. You may feel regretful that things didn't work out and you wasted your time and money and energy. However, maybe you could turn it around and take note of how you had a wonderful lunch and how much you enjoyed the food. Maybe you could reframe the situation and instead of gaining a client you've gained a good business connection. You could simply reframe it to a networking lunch or time spent connecting with a possible future client. So maybe things didn't work out this time, but it might in the future. Or maybe it's a referral lunch and they referred you a client in the future. Okay, so nothing is wasted. Your resources, time, money, energy were all spent in the end on a grand scale with a bird's eye view for your benefit. You could also see how patronizing that restaurant helped keep your favorite small business in business, especially during a time when they need all the business they can get. 
you could see all the good you did that afternoon for a fellow business owner. By the way, I think it's a really nice idea to support your local small businesses whenever possible. You really help your neighbors and your community. So this can be done for every line item if you are ambitious. Uh, you can do this for the really large expenses that bring about certain emotions. Or you can just do this for all the expenses and debits in, in general. It's up to you. Whatever works for you is perfect. All right, on to step three. Take a look and acknowledge your credits, your income. Sometimes even our income can kick up some challenging feelings and thoughts. When we look at our income, we may feel regret, disappointment, as well as feeling your thoughts of not enoughness. I think that is a word, not enoughness. But just in case you know what I mean, which then creates beliefs that are not helpful or kind about us, about ourselves. So some people measure their self-worth by how much they make. The more they make, the better human they are. But you and I are savvy about that. We know that's not true and that's coming from the ego. However, we can still get caught up in how much we are making or bringing in. We can also get wrapped up in thoughts that equate our income to our own value, to our worth, to our services, to our knowledge and our skills. So we start to question all these things when we are not making as much or bringing in as much as we think we should be. So we can get frustrated and stressed out. We start questioning everything we're doing in our businesses and in our lives and our worth. Then that dreaded downward spiral begins. Just for a moment, I'd like to invite you to see and acknowledge all the good you provided for that person or the people that paid you. You helped someone else in some way, shape, or form. You made their life better, easier, or more enjoyable. Think of that restaurant owner in the expense example. His or her service or creation, the restaurant, provided you with the opportunity to make a connection, network, and contribute to your community. Your services, offers, and products bring value to other people. I hope you acknowledge that and celebrate that. And I just wanted to thank you for doing the work you do. Now for a moment, I'd like to invite you to send some love and gratitude for the money in your bank account, but as well as set the intention or send out the message that you are open and excited to receive even more. You are a happy receiver, willing to be of service to even more people. You might even want to take some time and think of all your clients and customers and send them love and gratitude. Send some of that positive, good vibes their way too. Okay, on to step four. Now go back and look at your balance. Feel into it now. What are your thoughts and 
How do you feel now about that number? Do you see that it is merely a reflection of how people have blessed you and how you have blessed others? Can you see how your money is such a powerful tool? It's a power tool for love and appreciation, that it's a vehicle not only that represents an exchange of energy, but also an opportunity to help others, to help support and uplift the lives of others. So, my friend, instead of vilifying our money or creating stories of what it means about ourselves or our lack or our not-enoughness or whatever the emotion or story we started off with at the beginning in step one, we can now appreciate that balance, that number. We can now appreciate how it can be a tool for empowerment and love. I know, sounds a little airy-fairy and a little gushy and emotional, but it's the truth. That dollar amount does not equal your worth. I think it's a good idea to check in on how you would rate that balance now after you've done the income and expense exercise. So it may not be a 10, or it may be a 10, which is which would be totally awesome. Whatever the number is, it's perfect and good. Even though it would be awesome if the number increased from the beginning of this exercise. But it's okay if it didn't. We practice noticing. We practice acknowledging. And we practice reframing. We get better and faster. And we eventually feel better. And are able to send appreciation in the direction of our bunny even faster. We become better at it, but it takes time and practice. So give yourself the time and understanding to let things unfold. It's not a race, right? There is no deadline or finish line. Okay, step five. Here's the fun part. It's my favorite step of all. So... Gather all your papers together. Place your hands over your bank statement or bring it to your heart, whatever feels right to you. First, let us give thanks and appreciation for all the blessings you have blessed others with and the blessings you have received. Send the energy of love and appreciation to your bank account, your money, and the people that you've interacted with. Good. At this time, you might set the intention of welcoming in more ways and more opportunities to expand your income so that you can help and support more people, so that you can become more of a blessing to others. Knowing that money flows and the energy of money is ever-flowing abundance. So we never run out of it. Send out your love and any well wishes. If there are lingering challenging emotions or belief, acknowledge them too. Knowing that it is okay and it is a process and we are humans on a journey and we are constantly healing and growing. At this time, also set the intention of welcoming more ways and opportunities to comfortably grow 
and heal at your own perfect pace. All right, I now want you to imagine that your bank account is a space for love and gratitude. You can see it as a garden, a beautiful, fertile, lush garden full of flowers, flora, and fauna, and happy little creatures. Maybe even do a little weeding. Imagine those challenging thoughts and feelings as weeds. Weeds that you can clear away for now and just send appreciation and love to this beautiful healing place otherwise known as your bank account. Indulge as much as you want here. Pause if you need to. All right, sweet friends, I hope this episode helped in even the slightest way. May you continue to be blessed in a myriad of beautiful ways that nourish the relationship in your lives and businesses, as well as your relationship with money. May your bank account be a delightful garden with much abundance. And thank you again for doing the work you do, for doing your light work. You are a valuable, beautiful contribution to us all. All right, have a wonderful week. Sending you very big hugs from here in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.